Welcome to The Ziggler Show, episode 467. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. Today we have Zig Ziggler. This is Zig in the studio, just schooling us in his favorite profession, sales. And if you know Zig, if you've been listening for a while, you know his statement that he stands on is that everyone is in sales. And I think it is irrefutable as he defines that. And we're going to talk about that today. Because uh, what is sales? True sales. It's influence and you succeed at it by truly caring about others. And if you can't influence anyone, then I'll submit that you can't truly care about them. But hey, that's not you or you wouldn't be here listening to The Ziggler Show and striving to inspire your true performance and the true performance of others around you. So let's get schooled today. what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. You cannot become what you need to be by remaining what you are. If you can't take a huge step to begin with, take as big a step as you can, but take it now. That's the key. Take it now. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Today's a brand new day, and it's yours. Thanks to Constant Contact for supporting this episode. No one makes it easier to create interactive email content that drives engagement from your customers than Constant Contact. They let you easily upload your email list and then they handle the rest. Unsubscribes, bounces, inactive mails, all update automatically. Plus the templates are built to be mobile responsive so you can be sure that your emails will look just as great on small screens as they do on big ones. See how you can be a marketer with a free trial at constantcontact.com slash podcast. So today we get about 10 minutes of Zig direct and focused in his studio. He ends his message saying this is a teaching lesson for the beginning salesperson and a review of fundamentals for the experienced salesperson. I mean, Zig really felt the profession of sales was the most honorable and valuable of all professions in many senses. And while he spent much time teaching literal sales professionals, he was very outspoken in stating again that everyone is in sales and we all really are. If you don't realize this, it simply means you're probably doing it poorly. If you are a boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse or parent or friend or employee or employer, you are in sales. Understanding part of being a successful human requires being aware of and proficient in sales will automatically put you on a far greater trajectory for success. Being ignorant of the value and necessity of sales skills for your life will greatly handicap you. And we see a lot of our culture being handicapped today to the point that we don't even expect good sales or expect good service, which is part of sales. But we are all daily products of sales. Think about that. Every dollar you spend, you do so because you were influenced by sales efforts. It may not be a specific person in front of you, but it's a person who wrote something online or in an ad or that you hear talking like me. I mean, you pay your mortgage to a lender that sold you on their loan, or it was through a realtor who sold you on their skills. You buy your groceries at a store that got you to come in there through their marketing and give their money to them instead of somebody else. 
You buy clothes based on stores and brands that influenced your buying decisions. Many people are under the myth that they aren't sold, that they simply go out and buy what they decide to buy. But with all due respect, it's really ignorant. It's just wrong. Everything that we buy has a lot of competition. So our decisions to buy, they come because we were influenced by some company or brands and their efforts to influence us. Even if it's a spontaneous purchase, we're sitting there and they did a good enough job for us to say, yes, we trust you. or We're going to take a risk on you. Here's my money to get what you are offering. So what about you? Everyone who listens to you, spends time with you, goes on a date with you, marries you, hires you, accepts you into their school, gives you good service at a restaurant, gives you a job, does so or not because of your ability to sell yourself well, your ability to influence them for the better. Now, even more so if you truly have an idea, uh, a message or a product or a service you want to sell. So you'll want to hear this. Zig goes pretty quickly through this. So I'm going to spend some time breaking down some of his points uh, following the message. And if you really want to understand sales further completely, go to Ziggler.com and the store there on the website and get his books. He's got two specifically, Ziggler on Selling. And then the book that Seth Godin says he consumed by tape so many times that the tape wore out. Secrets of Closing the Sale, one of the all-time best-selling business books ever, and of course, of Zig's as well. So here then is Zig. Recently, I had difficulty with one of my tires, so I went into the tire store to get it replaced. Much to my chagrin, the service attendant identified a small problem with one of the other tires, which indicated the front end was out of alignment. He explained that if I did not correct the alignment, I would soon be replacing yet another tire. Needless to say, realigning the front end of my car cost money, but the investment actually saved me additional cost in the future. The attendant, that is the salesperson, did not cause the problem. He simply identified the problem and offered a solution, which is exactly what the professional does. We don't create problems. We identify them and offer solutions through our goods and services. If you are fortunate enough to sell a product or service which people want and need, and you believe they need and want it, even if they are not yet convinced, you are on your way to sales success. A salesperson armed with integrity, a product he or she believes in, and the desire to get this product into the hands of as many people as possible is a powerful force with which to deal, and even more powerful when you add persuasion skills to the sales arsenal. How do we uncover wants and needs? I'm glad you asked. With the proper probing effort, you can discover exactly what the needs of the prospect are. Each of us living and breathing human beings has a bundle of needs and wants. Often these are masked by symptoms. The salesperson who sells to symptoms fails to make sales and does not understand why, or has sales fall out, come back, or returned, whichever term you might use for losing sales commissions, and the chance to help a prospect. Outstanding sales professionals do their homework and discover background information on companies and often do this before making the sales call, especially if they sell a high-ticket item or specialize in significant repeat business. Regardless of how you do your homework or how much homework you might do, the probing is eventually done with the client or prospect. 
Again, no matter what product or service, the same basic probing principles apply. Probing begins with asking questions. You must develop an attitude of curiosity and sincere interest in the answers to your questions. Step two is need awareness. In the need awareness step, there are two distinct parts. In the first place, the salesperson must have clearly identified one or more specific needs that he or she can clearly articulate. In the second place, the prospect must understand that there is a need and the specifics of the need. You get started in need awareness in the same way you began need analysis, by asking questions. But need awareness is difficult because to ask questions that cause both you and the prospect to understand the needs and wants, the salesperson is required to think. Now the reason this is difficult is that us sales folks are often so intent on getting the sale that we stop thinking, or we think about the result we want to the detriment of the process we must go through to achieve that result. A successful salesperson must be able to listen carefully to what the prospect says and what the prospect is saying. For example, the real estate prospect might say, I do not like this location. It's too far from my job. It's in the wrong neighborhood. It's too close or too far from the school. It's the most expensive house on the block or a variety of other things. But what the prospect might really be saying is, I know very little about the real estate market. I'm not tuned in to what financing is available. Or I frankly cannot tell if the home is really well-built or simply appearance-built. The sensitive and knowledgeable real estate person would gently probe and discover the obvious as well as the not-so-obvious objections. Perhaps one of the great unspoken objections is the fear of loss factor, which is significantly greater than the desire for gain. It enters every person's mind, especially when they are contemplating a major purchase, such as a home, which for most people is the biggest individual purchase they will ever make. The salesperson could reassure the prospect by either sharing the very latest building inspection on the property or encouraging the prospect to have their own inspector look over the property to make sure it is structurally sound. A very recent market survey for that neighborhood can assure them that the price is fair. Step three in our four-step formula that fits all sales products and services is need solution. This is the step where you present your product. Now is the time to stop asking questions and begin presenting solutions to needs. Here is the key point. You spent two phases of the professional sales process discovering and tuning in to needs and wants. So don't lead with your product at this point. Now, I can just hear some of you saying, Now, wait a minute, Ziegler. You just said it was time to present the product. I've spent months learning my sales presentation. You spend all this time telling me that I've got to find the prospect's needs, become aware myself, and make them aware. We finally get to the part where I can present my product or service, which is, after all, the reason I'm making the sales call, and now you tell me not to lead with product. Explain yourself, man. All right, I will. Let me ask you a series of trick questions. Now, I did say they were designed to be misleading, so consider yourself warned. Have you ever purchased a bed? 
a new outfit, an automobile, an insurance policy, a copier for the office, a training program, a set of audio tapes, a book. Let me submit to you that not one of you hearing this recording has ever bought any of these items. What you did buy was a good night's sleep, the way you look and feel in a particular outfit, transportation, protection for your family with savings and investment advantages, increased communication and organization for the office, added productivity, more information, a fundamental sales program that will help you to be even more successful in your sales career. None of us buy products. We all buy products of the product, which are called benefits or need solutions. In short, we don't buy what the product is. We buy what the product does for us. Important. We never lead with product. We lead with need. Everyone listens to the same radio station, according to my friend and fellow sales trainer, Don Hudson. Don says, and I agree completely, that every one of us listens to radio station WIIFM, and those call letters stand for what's in it for me. We must relate to the prospect in terms of need, not in terms of product. Communications consultant Nick Daly has done some contract work for our organization. It had been several months since any of us had seen him, and several people noticed that there was something different about Nick when he returned to help us with a particular project. We eventually realized he was wearing braces on his teeth. Finally, someone's curiosity led him to ask Nick why he wanted braces. Nick's answer contains an important lesson about WIIFM and leading with need. He responded, I don't want braces. I want straight teeth. Please don't waste your time and the prospect's time telling them what the product is. Tell them what it can do and why it will do it for them. The fourth step in our process is need satisfaction. Here is the most important step the salesperson can take when it comes to helping others. If you have a sincere desire to help other people, if you truly believe in your product or service, if you honestly want the prospect to benefit, and if you really expect to benefit financially from your hard work and effort, then you must remember, A-A-F-T-O, always ask for the order. In this session, Sell by Design, Not by Chance, you have been presented a teaching lesson for the beginning salesperson and a review of fundamentals for the experienced salesperson. If you are in a slump in selling or not getting off to as fast a start as you had hoped, these words will help you identify basic errors. Okay, there are some big points in Zig's message that warrant a bit more explanation for our full consumption. And I'm going to help you apply these to your personal life, especially again, if you still struggle to embrace the fact that you are in sales. Um, after a quick thanks to some really cool sponsors you're going to appreciate hearing about and that I've been personally using, we're going to have a quick sales class on the message and we're going to break down Zig's four-step process in which we'll cover these uh, five things. Number one, adding value and gaining trust. Number two, knowing if your product, service, or message is a want or a need. Number three, how to use integrity, belief, and persuasion. Number four, how to be an expert in discerning need awareness. Number five, understanding people are far more scared of risk than gain. So that's what we're going to do in just a moment. 
Okay, well, upside is for travel, specifically business travel. And even if you're not a business traveler, you know someone who is, and you've got to tell them about upside. Here's why. Uh, here's why I use it. Every time I buy a trip at upside, I save money. Literally, I compared them right against my previous travel provider and they flat out beat the price. And then they gave me on top of that, an Amazon gift card as well. So every trip booked will get you an Amazon gift card, usually worth 100, 200, even 300 bucks every time. The way they do it is really clever. Upside bundles your flights and hotel together for one low price. Bundled pricing saves money, especially on business travel specifically. So Upside gives you these free Amazon gift cards. If you're a frequent business traveler, your company will save a ton of money and you can get thousands a year just for buying your air and hotel together at Upside. Plus, you still get all your miles. It's a no-brainer to check out Upside.com if you're shopping for business travel. It takes just three minutes to see how much you can save by buying your flights and hotel together for one low price. It's just brilliant, but no surprise. I talked with Upside CEO Jay Walker myself. He was a founder of Priceline. So here's what we've arranged for you. Use my code Ziggler and you're guaranteed to get at least a $100 Amazon gift card for your first trip. Again, my code Ziggler gets you at least a $100 Amazon gift card free. How can you not do that? Save big on travel, get a big gift card every trip. I'm a fan and a customer of Upside.com. Com. Minimum purchase required. See the site for complete details. Next, you should know now my favorite food and cooking company, Blue Apron. You also know I love health, wellness, and fitness. So springtime's a great time to hit the reset button, retackle personal goals like getting fit, cleaning, and cooking gourmet healthy food. Blue Apron makes incredible home cooking easy and accessible by delivering seasonal recipes with step-by-step instructions and pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, all for less than 10 bucks a meal. You can customize your recipes based on your preferences and select a delivery option that's right for you. Plus, there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Some of the meals available in May include beef teriyaki stir-fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice, baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus and lemon auli, Three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. Crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and cream fresh sauce. We got our box of blue apron meals delivered every Wednesday and my kids literally fight over who's going to help me. Literally, my wife as well. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Ziggler. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Ziggler. It's just a better way to cook. And then Zip Recruiter. If you are hiring, do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Finding great talent can be tough. Thankfully, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. 
Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. All right, folks. So from Zig's message, we've got five points that we're going to just break out and, and go through here so that we can benefit from his stories, analogies, and lessons. Number one, adding value and gaining trust. The first story Zig uh, gives us, he takes his car to a tire shop because of a problem with the front tire and the attendant recognizes a problem with the other front tire resulting in discovering the front end was out of alignment. And that discovery, of course, led to a sale uh, of an alignment. So Zig points out that the tire shop did not cause the problem. They just identified it and offered a solution that costs much less to fix now than it would cost in the future with the consequences of letting it continue as it is. So in sales, he says, we don't create problems. We identify them and offer solutions, or we identify a need or a desire people have and offer a solution to fulfill it. We're going to hit that, that point right there in just a second. But a couple things here. One, speaking of a tire shop or a mechanic shop, many people complain about taking a car in for one thing and then being given a laundry list of other things the car supposedly needs. Uh, which happens sometimes. Again, we've always got people who are not, do not have integrity uh, in their selling process. But it's interesting. I've gotten frustrated sometimes with the opposite. If I take a car in for new tires and a week later, hear my brakes screeching because the pads are gone. I'm wondering why the heck didn't they take the time to check while putting tires on and, and let me know about that. This has cost me double the time and the effort. I mean, in my own business consulting, nearly 100% of the time, there's going to be a need for a website or a redesign or a logo or use of an email marketing provider like Constant Contact and on and on. In my medical practice, people usually need lab tests or supplements or genetic testing or neurotherapy or referrals to other providers and yada, yada. So not only do the clients want us to recommend providers and resources, they really expect that. And they would rather that we're specific, that we don't just say, hey, find somebody in this area that say, no, you know, here's somebody that we have a relationship with that we trust and we recommend that you utilize them. But it is a matter of trust. If you have people's trust, you are doing them a favor to notice needs and help them fill them. Whatever product or service or message you're providing, if you are doing a good job of serving people and gaining their trust, then you will serve them even better to provide ancillary services. If you want to uh, flat refer for nothing in return to, to these other products or services, great, do that. Though generally, the places that you refer to are happy to give you a referral fee or an affiliate commission or revenue sharing. And your client's generally going to pay the same amount anyway. Now, I'll tell you, in my businesses, businesses, I'm usually able to work out not only a discount for the client. So I'm a hero. I can say, look, here's somebody we trust that can help you. Uh, I'll make this resource easy and efficient for you. I can even you know, connect you with them. Um, and, and you know what? I'm going to be a hero here and give you a discount. We negotiated with them to give you a discount. So you just benefited them. And I can also generally make a commission for our company as well. So uh, really important there. This is a good way to serve people, but again, it's founded in trust. All right. Number two point is knowing if your product service or message is a want or a 
need. We mentioned that just a second ago. Now, Zig, he differentiated between a product or service that people want and or need. So it's an important thing. It's a dramatically important thing to know in sales, in your product or service or message offering. And often people aren't clear on this. They, they don't really understand what we're about to, to talk about. And it significantly affects uh, your positioning and therefore your promotional language, your communicating language of what you're doing. So let's just talk about products and services as an example for homeowners. Okay. Most of people listening, you probably own a home. So uh, a plumber, when you have a problem, that's a need. An electrician, generally a need, you know, broken garage doors and somebody to fix that termites and somebody in pest control, a driveway issues. Those are things that require products and services providers that are generally thought of as needs. And thus those products and services should be emotionally, you should be emotionally speaking with that type of a language, the language of uh, really of fear and consequences and safety and security. And typically, honestly, those types of businesses, products, and services do speak to that and do a decent job. But how about things like landscaping, pools or hot tubs, a big ride in lawnmower or a gas grill or solar panels? Often people try to speak the language of need when they are offering those, and it really fails to connect. I mean, you've got to speak then to desire, experiences, relationships, status, and things of that nature. It's very different and very important. I mean, this isn't a branding and positioning seminar today, okay? But I'd encourage you, it's a big part of sales, to do your homework with your branding and positioning and the language and posture that you choose in your marketing and promotion. If you have a brilliant product or service, you've done you know 25% of the work. If you have a channel to get in front of your target market, you've got another 25% of your work done. How you communicate to them what you're talking about, what we're talking about here, the branding and positioning and the language, I'd say that's another about 40%. And then the process to purchase, which we're going to talk about at the, as the last point today, is maybe about 10%. Now, again, folks, I mean, this is, this is an area where you're going to need, you need to dive in. This is one of the most important areas of your product, service, or message that you are trying to ultimately sell and you need resources. Now, I, you know, I have to say I've had people who have connected with me, contacted me here through the Ziegler show about my consulting. I don't do really broad business consulting. I really focus on this type of language, the opportunity, the best opportunity for you and how to connect with that target market and position yourself to knock it out of the ballpark and speak their language. If that's something you want to look into, you can go to my website, agent K Miller dot com and you can inquire with me there. You're welcome to do that. Agentkmiller.com. But you need to connect with somebody or some resources. Ziegler again has great books and there are other gosh, some of our interviewees are stellar in this area that we're talking. All right. Well, number three, how to use integrity, belief, and persuasion. So next Zig says, and I paraphrase a little bit here, a salesperson armed with integrity with a product or service they believe in and persuasion skills to uncover wants and needs with the proper probing questions is a powerful force. Uh, now he continues on, but I can't pass up what he says right here. We're going to hit on those three things he says right there. First, integrity. Now the definition of integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. In this context, however, it means more. You can be honest 
and have moral principles and uprightness and still be a pushy salesperson who is not actually caring and listening to the other person, right? Integrity in sales and influence is having the other person's care and interest and listening more than talking. If I had a dollar for every time someone was trying to sell or influence or convince me and, and I was uh, giving them every clue possible, body language, that I was not really interested, I'd be incredibly wealthy. I'd rather uh, than that dollar, those dollars have the time back. And if they knew it was good for them, they'd rather have the time back as well. But if they had done as Zig is teaching us here, many of them would have sold me and we'd both be the better for it. We'd both be beneficiaries. So integrity. Uh, the next one he has there is belief, believing in a product or a service. I mean, if you don't truly believe in your product or service, I would ask you to quit now, seriously. And I'll pick on MLM and network marketing companies, nothing wrong with the models, but a large number of the people there are advocating products and services. They would absolutely not be utilizing and purchasing themselves if they simply had to purchase them at retail price. They're doing it because of the possibility of making money. Now, I earlier promoted Upside, for instance, uh, for business travel. So they pay for advertising here. They pay Ziegler and they pay me uh, for this. But three weeks ago, I booked travel to San Francisco. I booked a plane. Uh, let's see, I did Southwest and I did a hotel. Can't remember what the name of it was. And I packaged them together again, compared them to another provider and boom, it was cheaper. Plus I got an Amazon gift card. I used my own real money uh, for this because it was the best deal period. So only sell products or services where you would literally be a customer yourself. You would do that with no compensation otherwise. And then the third part of his statement there was persuasion and persuade primarily means to convince. And that word often gets a bad rap because it can be used uh, in, in a bad way. Uh, but if you're doing it with integrity and uh, being caring about people, uh, it is, uh, if you have a need or a desire, but are not pulling the trigger. Okay. Someone, let's think about someone else. They have a need or a desire, but they're not pulling the trigger because of real or perceived obstacles. And we help remove those obstacles and, uh, and help them purchase. That's a benefit to them. You did them a solid, but as Zig says, we got to know the proper probing questions. These are not cookie cutter tactics, but can only come from listening, getting to know who you're talking to and what they really want and need. Now, again, if that sounds daunting, like, okay, that sounds great. Probing questions. How do I learn those? Again, you got to seek out more resources. This show is a catalyst for you to go forth and learn more. And whether it's a Ziegler event or a Ziegler product or some of somebody of our interviewers, uh, and their resources, but you need to plug in some though. Again, I, I can't help, but we're talking about sales here. The two books, Ziegler on selling and secrets of closing the sale are some of the greatest tools on planet earth for these specific areas we're talking about today. Okay. The fourth of our five points here is be an expert in discerning need awareness. So Zig's next segment, he says, People, all of us have needs and wants, but they are often masked by symptoms. And I, I'll call that real and perceived obstacles. 
So here, let's use an analogy again. We'll go back to our homeowner and, or not even homeowner, but a gas grill. I talked about that before. So let's take a gas grill, one of the direct line uh, gas grills, not the propane tank deal. So let's say maybe I am interested in that, but I have a fear of it blowing up and harming myself and my home or my family. And I'm also unsure how to get a gas hookup out to my deck. Now that first obstacle of it blowing up and hurting us, that's a perceived obstacle. It's not really real. So a good salesperson can help remove that by showcasing, you know, search how many times uh, that's actually happened to people and you'll find that it that doesn't happen. Okay. So uh, he great removed my perceived obstacle. Now a real one, the second one uh, of, of how do I get the gas connection out to my deck? It doesn't exist there right now. A good grill salesman should be able to explain how simple it is to do that and give me a resource, probably a person who I can quickly call. Uh, maybe they can even get them on the phone for me or give them their business card and give me a discount on the service for utilizing them. And, uh, and hopefully they make some money as well. And boom, now I know how to get the gas out to my deck. There you go. Sale made. He removed or she removed the real and perceived obstacles. But again, you have to do your research and Zig mentions, he mentions in the message researching a company, but it's the same with researching an individual. You can do it right there on the spot. Number one, you've got to ask the right questions and have curiosity and sincere interest in the other person. That's a quote from Zig. And then number two, he talked about uh, need awareness. Number one, that sales people must have clearly identified one or more true actual needs of the prospect. And number two, the prospect must be aware of this need. I mean, this is hard. This is right out of Zig's mouth. He told us a minute ago, this is hard because it requires a salesperson to think. And I'm going to say to be aware of the other person, which they often are not because they're on the offense, just pushing to get an outcome, to get a sale. This is why sales gets a bad name. Sometimes we've got to throttle back a truly listen and hear what is being said and what is not being said. And as I mentioned before, you've got to, you know, also read the body language and be sensitive. This is the heart of PR skills, how to win friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie, uh, being sensitive, having walkaway power. But ultimately, you've got to care. Uh, though, uh, you know, I say that you've got you, you've got to care for the person and have walkaway power. I, those are strong points there. Though, don't go too far. I've, I've seen people take that too far and go the other way and act like they could care less. Well, that's not good too. You care about the person, so you do care. All right. Well, in Zig cites a real estate agent fielding all the doubts and concerns and objections of a buyer and asking, are those specifics of, uh, of what the person is concerned about? Is that really what they're concerned about? Or are they masking other things? It requires us to be a student of other people and specifically those who are our direct prospects. Well, we've got to be an expert in their emotional hot buttons and knowing this process. Again, folks, get help. Get Zig's books or connect with an expert who successfully sells products or services, specifically the ones that you do. Go be a student of people who are doing a good job selling what you want to sell. Go listen to them. And there are some great, in the podcasting world, there are some great podcasts on selling. All right, our last point here, number five, is people, this is really important, people are far more scared of risk than gain. And Zig said that the loss or risk factor is stronger than possible gain. That's a huge truth to understand and that we need to bend to. 
Okay. Uh, you know, well, you need to know well the most common objections and concerns and doubts and fears and skepticism that your prospects have and make sure you cover them. Not all at once. Don't pummel somebody with them, but, uh, you can first start off generally in your website and addressing these. And then of course, during the course of communication with someone, a lot of times people will even uh, on websites or in person address these things by, by making jest of them, poking some fun at them uh, as well. But the main thing you want to do is make sure you address them. Need solution. Zig talks about, you remember that present your solution. We've gone through the discovery phase of, of understanding their needs and the wants. And he says, now it's time for the need solution, but that's not the time to talk about your product. They don't want your product or your service. They want the, what the benefit, the result. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a client years ago. It's one of my favorite analogies here. She was a personal trainer, really successful. And her point, her focal point was core strength and flexibility. So in helping her with her branding, with her marketing, with addressing her target audience, I was talking with her and she said, okay, I, this is what I want to expound on. Okay. We want to talk about this and, and help people uh, with core strength and flexibility. And she was using some verbiage around there. And I said, gosh, Karen, uh, you know, I, I, I get what you're coming from, but nobody wakes up in the morning going, you know what today I really want a strong core. Or, you know, gosh, you know what, today I'm going to, I want to be flexible. I want to be a flexible person. Nobody cares about that or is thinking about what they want is the result of that. They want to bound up the stairs with energy and with no pain. They want to crouch down without popping knees and pain to play with their kids. They want the results of that, which Zig says, again, we don't buy what the product is. We buy what the product does for us. Now, folks, you're going to hear that. It's going to sound like common sense. You're going to nod your head to it. And then you're going to go write your webpage or write, write your, or, or, uh, your email or your promotion or your ad or talk to somebody. And you're going to forget it because it is just human nature for us to talk about what the product does. It is for me. I've been doing this for as long as I can remember since I was a little kid. And yet I will still often write something and then remember this and go gut check, go back. And I totally violated it. And I got to go rewrite the thing. This is something that is not that natural. Okay. We don't buy what the product is. Your, your prospect does not buy what your product, what your service, what your message is. They buy what it does. The result got to lead with that lead with the need. And the last piece of this last part here is need satisfaction. Always ask for the order. Uh, a, a little bit ago, I mentioned that that was maybe 10% of the deal, but it's one that a lot of people leave, leave out because it is vulnerable and it's the opportunity also to get a decline, to get a no, to get a rejection, but you've got to, uh, that the, uh, this is the close and it's why Zig's book secrets of closing the sales. One of the most popular sales book of all time. It's not the tactics. It's not manip manipulation, but it is certain ways of closing a sale. And I'll tell you right off the bat here, as we wrap up, I'm a fan of the assumptive sale. And it's one where you assume as you've talked to somebody, you now assume that they do want to buy. So in my own consulting, I'll generally talk to somebody and we'll discern whether it's a good fit, whether I can help them. And I'll say, okay, Hey, it sounds great. If you're good, I'm good. And I have time available and I'll literally 
have a, a couple times the next Tuesday, next week on Tuesday or Friday at these times, what works for you. They almost always say, Oh, you know, look on their calendar. Okay. I can do it here. And I said, oh, great. It's a date. I'll send you the invoice right now. If you'll fill that out and complete it, then we'll dive in on Tuesday. Uh, this has been great. And you know, 99.9% .9 of the time they get that link and they put their credit card in and I get paid. Um, so assumptive sale, but that's one of them. It's not all of them. And out of all those, there should be some that just feel comfortable to you. They mesh with your personality style so that you get to be who you are. You don't have to be somebody who you're not. All right. Zig blasted through his message. I kind of blasted through breaking it down. There's a lot there folks, but those are some highlights that you need to know to again, sell your product, your service, your message to sell your care for your family. It's the same principles that you need to use to effectively influence others for their betterment and help them get what they want so that you can get what you want as well. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Always an honor to walk with you as we inspire our true performance together. Talk with you in the next show.